You're listening to After the Whistle Sports with Chase, Dylan, and Dylan. Hello and welcome to After the Whistle Sports Podcast. I'm Chase and I'm here with Dylan and Dylan. What's up? Uh, yep. Today we are going to be doing a college football special. It's going to be a bit of a shorter one. It's going to be about a half an hour, 35 minutes. Um, but we hope you guys enjoy. We're going to be talking about college football and we're going to start off with our biggest L's and our biggest W's. So I'll start off with the biggest L's. Uh, my one biggest L is Oregon. They were winning 21 to, I think it was three, at the beginning of the, with halfway through the third quarter, and they ended up blowing lead. Auburn came back, scored a touchdown at the end of the game, and ended up winning against them. So that was my biggest L. Yeah, they, they had that game completely in the bag, and then they had a fumble on the 15-yard line, like you mentioned, and Auburn had a, like, it was fourth down and five or something. Yeah, fourth and five. It was and not short. They, uh, yeah, and then they, Auburn ended up winning. Bo Nix, his quarterback, his first career start. Uh, and he got, a, he got a, yeah. It's a true freshman crowd. Yeah. Yep. And in front of his dad, who was also the quarterback there. Yep, and he ended up getting a big win for Auburn. Uh, I picked him last week if you guys were on the podcast. So, <laughs> just putting that out there. So, <laughs> that was correct. But I did have a lot of um, incorrect picks from last week. Yeah, you did. Uh, all right, so I agree that Oregon is probably one of the biggest L's, but my next biggest L might be Tennessee. Tennessee lost to a Georgia State team, and Tennessee is not a good football team, but they should not be losing to the Georgia State Panthers. And so I'm going to say that they walk away with the biggest L this year. Yeah, I've got to agree. I'm going to kind of add that into my biggest L. For me, it's going to be the uh, SEC, or specifically yeah, the bottom just, of the SEC. Uh, you had a lot of really close games with teams that shouldn't be that close with uh, some of these SEC teams. Of course, you have uh, Missouri losing to Wyoming, Tennessee losing, Ole Miss losing to Memphis. But all Memphis are, is a good football team. Yeah, Me- Memphis is a good football That's team. That's all legit football And they're going to be a good basketball team. Yeah, Memphis oh, is a good yeah. football team. But then again, it's like the SEC, man. The, the top has... Maybe two of the top five teams, and the rest are just, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, the rest, the rest are just kind of average, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Smith, uh, that was your biggest Okay, let's go to yeah. biggest Ws. You can start us off. Uh, biggest W for me, I actually have a couple here. I'm going to go with my biggest W is Florida, uh, just because they escaped that game against Miami. And, I mean, that was they completely had a chance to lose that. It was almost like they're trying to lose. But, I mean, they, they keep keeping their season alive. Uh, they uh, face the adversity and end up winning that game. So that's going to be my biggest dub. All right, so my biggest dub is probably going to have to be Wisconsin. Wisconsin destroyed a USF 49 to nothing, and they did not look good. Jonathan Taylor is really making his state for a Heisman candidate. I mean... He played some of the most dominant running I've seen since Melvin Gordon at yeah. Wisconsin. He, he had he had like 170 four, four touchdowns, 175 total yards. Yeah, I mean he's really making a case for for Heisman here. Yeah, he's he's been playing some of the best running football I've seen in, like in college for a while. Yeah. I mean going back to last year too, he was dominating. I mean. Their offensive line also. Their offensive line is great. Their defense is relatively solid. Yeah. The big thing for Wisconsin to make that next step is just going to be the passing game. They've always struggled a little bit with the passing game. Uh, they're starting off with a new quarterback, Jack Jack Cohn, who had 
did all right. He didn't throw that much though, and that game was basically but he over. Didn't need to. Basically over in the first half, but uh, they have a big test in a couple of weeks against Michigan, yeah, uh, week four, and I think that's gonna be the deciding factor of how their season's gonna go. Yeah, uh, my biggest W from college football is gonna be quarterbacks for two guys in specific. One is gonna be Justin Fields, guy at a field day. He hit, went eighteen for twenty five. 234 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, played really good. Also, one other guy that's kind of a sleeper right now, Dylan McCaffrey, came in late from Michigan, ran all over the uh, the um, uh, Memphis State. Is that who they played? Uh, uh, Middle Tennessee. Just, Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Middle. Middle Tennessee ran all over their defense. Uh, and he kind of put his name out there. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a QB controversy. Eh, no, there's no controversy there. Uh, the, the only reason Dylan McCaffrey was actually in that much for the second half was because Shea Patterson at halftime was being evaluated for rib injuries, and they just didn't want to get him injured in the first game. Dylan McCaffrey is going to be used to running the football. His read options, he had like uh, three or four read option plays that he took. Uh, I'm just worried because last year, I'm a big Michigan fan, and last year he got injured. Mm-hmm. And it's never good to have your back or quarterback getting injured. And so it's a little bit nerve-wracking seeing him not really uh, slide that much. And he was trying to fight through contact, which, I don't know, it's, it's really... I'm not sure what they're trying to do there with the dual quarterbacks. They also had both uh, Patterson and McCaffrey on the field at the same time. For yeah, a I saw that plays. Patterson was lining up as yeah. a receiver. Yeah, that, that's, cool. that's definitely so, uh, setting something up for later in the season. Uh, I don't know, though. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say, so I know we should probably do one for the biggest dubs, but I'm going to say Boise State and Memphis both should be respected yes. on that list. Boise State came way from behind against Florida State, and they ended up winning 36-31 against eight. I mean, oh, Florida nah. State did not look as bad they, as They won thought. four games last year, though. True. But they did not look bad. I mean, they still put up 31 points. Yeah, and also, I knew that Boise State was going to show up to this game no matter what, because Boise State has just been... They're, they're ready to play anyone. They uh, yeah. play physical. Like Florida State was up at halftime by a solid amount. Then Boise State just shut them down defensively. Yeah. Like, that was super impressive on the part of Boise State. And really, I mean, we could add Florida State in in terms of biggest L's. Because the, the whole Willie Taggart era has just not gotten off to a good start at all. Yeah. Last season, this season. Yeah, it's, it's been yeah. brutal for them. Uh, I wonder if he's going to be able to turn that around now. Yep. Um, so, should we go ahead to our predictions for week two? Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. Oh, and also, this is going to be a special Week 2 predictions because uh, we're going to do a little bit of a wager here. So the way we're going to do it is we're going to make our picks, and then next week when we're on after the games, we're going to go through and see who had the most correct. Uh, and like on the wager right now, we're going to be wagering uh, let's see, like football cards or something. Yeah, yeah something but like that. But the big prize is the uh, Jay Cutler rookie card. <laughs> that uh, I'm not sure it's valued at anything, but uh, just moral. Yeah, it's just it'll just be a moral victory if we get that card. <laughs> so, anyways, it's worth uh, about two dollars. Yeah, it's worth nothing. But uh, let's I'll start it off. Go through uh, the first big game we're gonna go through is Army Michigan. Uh, who do you guys have? Um, I'm gonna go Michigan. I think I think Michigan is a legit team this year. Much as I hate to say it, and I'll always never give Michigan any credit for doing anything. Even though you did pick them for the college football playoff. I know. I said I think they're a legit team, but I just won't give them credit for doing anything. All right. So I'm going to go Michigan. Uh, I mean, it's pretty hard to go against them. I have to go with Michigan, too. Um, especially if, since they're not playing great teams. If they were playing Ohio State, obviously I'd go Ohio State because they can't beat them. But that's not this week. So we're going to go Michigan. 
Yeah, uh, Michigan here. Army barely beat Rice, which is questionably like the worst team in the entire <laughs> Division One. Uh, Michigan looked relatively solid in their first game. There's still a lot of stuff to work on. Hopefully, they'll get a bunch of guys back who were uh, injured and missed the first game. Uh, so we're all in consensus here with Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cincinnati, Ohio State. Now, I, I mean, that's not really. <laughs> Ohio, it's, I'm taking Ohio State. Cincinnati won ten games last year. Okay, and Ohio State. Come, come won up with more a big win against so. UCLA. I. This game could be close. Uh, Ohio State's going to win. I really liked what I saw from uh, Justin Fields. The Ohio State defensive line were, was completely going at it in week one. Uh, Ohio State will win, but I wouldn't be surprised if this game's close in the like third quarter. Um, yeah. um, I will, I'm going to agree with Ohio State, obviously. I think they're another team to watch for uh, a college football playoff run, but I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ohio State though. Uh, next game, should we go to number twenty Iowa against uh, Rutgers, which is at the bottom of the conference? Yeah, I mean we're all gonna pick uh, Iowa here, but yeah. they did not look all that good in week one. I mean they they, they had some moments where they struggled, uh, but they're playing Rutgers, so it's basically so, yeah. Rutgers and Rutgers, <laughs> so. I think they could have no practice all week and still win by third draft points. Yeah, <laughs> Rutgers. Not I don't know. Rutgers is one and off. Yeah, who do they beat? Uh, some FCS team. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Anyways, they probably barely. Uh, let's go to another. Let's go to an interesting matchup: Syracuse uh, versus Maryland. And this this Maryland one looked good. Maryland looked really good. I, I liked what I saw. I mean, they played Howard, so you really can't tell anything from that. Putting seventy nine points on the board—that's like hard to do. Like, there's only so much time in a game. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I really like Syracuse, though, this year, too. Yeah. Um, uh, Dino Babers is one of the best coaches in the country. Uh, Syracuse has had, had a great season last year. They looked solid in their week one. Yeah. Uh, I think Syracuse will win, but then again, this game's at Maryland. Uh, th- this could get interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if this game is going to come down to similar, like, the Nevada game this week, where it might come down to that last second field goal, or it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close the entire game. Yeah, but, but both, I think, both these teams have relatively explosive offenses. Yeah, I think I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Syracuse is going to top them, but barely. And I think it could be a flip of a coin. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say it's a flip of a coin. I don't know. I, don't know. I'm, I still got to make my pick. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, they both went with Syracuse. I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going with Maryland here. You're with Maryland here? I'm with Maryland. Okay. Alright. Uh... The next game we go through is arguably the best game this week. Uh, next no. week, Clemson, uh, Texas A and M. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say Clemson just because they're they're too good. Yeah, yeah it's Clemson. No. But uh, Texas A and M though, I mean, they're it's it's in Texas A and M, which is always a hard place to play on the road. They're gonna be completely ready for that game. It's gonna be a night game. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Kellen Mond's quarterback at Texas A and M. Uh, hopefully he's gonna have a good season this year. Their defensive line is really solid. I this could be close, but Clemson is too good. Um, I th- I'm gonna go with Clemson as well. I think this could be a showing though for Texas A M A N M. I think this could yeah. show what their season's about. Texas I mean, A yeah, Texas A and M also has arguably the hardest uh schedule. Schedule. They have to play Alabama. Yeah. They have to play Clemson. Obviously, Clemson. They have to play LSU. They have to play Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah. they have a really hard schedule. So, but if Texas A and M can somehow Win this game, they're going to be on the radar for the college football playoff, in my opinion. Uh, they they'll be they have to go. List. They have to go through a lot of teams, which is hard to do. I mean, they have to 
such a hard schedule. Yeah, they have such a hard schedule. It's tough. They have to play all those teams, and then they have to win the SEC championship. Yeah, which is also very tough. So I'm going to go with Clemson, but I think this could be a huge game for Texas A&M. I also think it could be a detrimental game for Texas A&M. It's going to get crazy. And you guys remember last year, Texas A&M went to Death Valley in Clemson, Mm -hmm. and they almost won that game. It was a close game. That was a really close game. I'm, I Clemson will win just because they have too much talent on both sides of the ball. They, but Texas A&M, they're going to be completely ready for that game. That's going to be a very exciting thing to watch. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So, You're going obviously, I'm going to go with Clemson. I think it'll be a great game, but I, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to beat Clemson. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, go. Nebraska, Colorado. So, this is, I, I mean, this is going to, obviously, it's a top 25 team involved. They don't deserve it. But Nebraska's not a very good team. Colorado, I mean, Colorado is eh as well. I mean, but... I want to hear your fact. Let's get to the point. I'm going to go Nebraska, I think. I mean, I think Nebraska's a good team. Oh, he's going with a safe choice. Yeah, then I'm going to disagree with you there. Uh, I do like Nebraska, but it's just... I don't know, on the road, week two, after coming off of a not-so-good week one where they kind of struggled. Uh, I mean, Adrian Martinez is one of the best quarterbacks in the country, but that Nebraska defense hasn't shown me anything. Uh, going against a solid Colorado team, uh, who Nebraska, Colorado basically uh, has won a lot of those uh, last games against Nebraska. I'm going to say Colorado wins this. Yeah, for mostly the same reasons and the history with Nebraska, I'm going to pick with Colorado. I think it's kind of hard to pick against them, in my opinion. They just have a really good uh, history against Nebraska, and I think this year's going to be no different. I think they're going to come away with the win. Uh, all right, should we go to the next game? Uh, Texas number ten take at Texas number ten taking on LSU. Yep, and this is this is the game day game. Yes, this is uh, going to be a top ten matchup. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go after you guys go. Just because I want to hear what you say. I have my pick. Um, I'm. I'll start it off. I'm going to go with Texas. Uh. It's in Texas. It's that's all. But you can't. It's hard enough Sam, to play. Sam Ellinger, quarterback. Yeah, it's hard enough to play on the road anywhere. Uh, Texas is a big football state. Obviously, this is game day. Everyone's gonna show up. Uh, I think Texas has something to prove. Uh, they have so much hype around them this year. With the, uh, Texas is back. Um, so I I think Texas, and I don't I don't think it's gonna be. A big win, but I think it's going to be like a touchdown, maybe 10 point win. It's going to be a close game. All right, my pick. Um, I'm going to go with LSU here just for a few reasons. One, horns down to Texas. Uh, I don't love Texas, especially as a football team. I think they're okay, but I just don't think that they're going to be able to do. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to do what they did against Louisiana Tech to LSU, who's the sixth overall team in the nation as of right now. Um, so I, I think LSU is going to come away with the win here. Uh, Texas wins this game. I, I don't think LSU, we saw this like the past couple years with Coach Orgeron, LSU just, I don't think they can keep up with top 10 teams on the road. Their offense is just, I, I don't think their offense is explosive enough. Joe Burrow is a solid quarterback. Uh but Texas has uh, Sam Ellinger, uh, really good offensive line, uh, solid defense. LSU has the best uh, defensive backs in the nation, though, so that's going to be interesting to see CBU. how that works. But uh, in, in close games like this, where I think both teams are uh, close in talent, I think the home team wins, and I like Texas in this one. Yeah, I would agree, obviously. Uh, should we go to the next game, the Nevada yeah. 
taking on Oregon. Yeah, these, these uh, are two teams that had completely different week ones. Yeah. Uh, Nevada, on one hand, pulled up. Uh, a pretty beat, big upset. Yes, they beat Purdue game. last second. Uh, Oregon blew the game. Uh, we <laughs> talked about that before. Uh, I mean, Oregon's going to win this game. I think Oregon's going to win it, but I don't know how dominant Oregon's going to seem. I mean, they, they have something to prove, obviously, since they completely and utterly blew that game last week. But I also think that Oregon might have their momentum kind of sucked out of them. I think they... I think it, this will really show how they respond to adversity. And if it, this game was in Nevada, I think it would be a different story. No, but it's no, in Oregon. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even though Oregon lost... I have to go with them. Like they're a solid team. It was a rough loss to a really good team, so it's hard for me to bet against Oregon. I think Oregon's gonna bounce back. I think they're gonna look at the game and use that as motivation moving forward. Look at the film. Uh, they had a lot of good things <laughs> against Auburn. I mean, they're up by almost two scores in the third quarter, and they just blew it. Like I still think Oregon has a solid team. And they still have a chance to win the Pac-12. And they're already out of college football talk, which kind of sucks. Okay, should we go on to? Should we go on to another uh, California? Let's go to another Pac-12 game. Uh, California uh, at Washington. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna go with Washington. I think Washington is a good team. I don't. I think Cal's an okay team, but uh, it's at Washington, right? Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, I like betting with the home teams. If I'm ever like, eh, but I'm gonna go with Washington. You're eh about this game? I'm not really eh. No, but this, is, this, is not, this is not an eh game. This I, is a I'm pretty, go with pretty easy pick for me. What's Washington all day? This, I think they're gonna blow them out of the water. I think this is one of the easiest games for a top twenty-five team this week. This will be a complete blowout. If if Jacob Eason's what we saw in game one, uh, who was a transfer quarterback from uh, Georgia. Now Washington, he his the his ball was so good the other day. Uh, I really like that offense. Their defense is just a typical Washington defense. That's always uh, the best in the in the Pac-12. Uh, so I've Washington winning that. All right, should we go? Uh, Chase, you said Washington. Yeah. So should we go to the next game? Stanford USC. Uh, do you want to go, Chase? Uh, yeah, Stanford USC. Uh, Stanford played a, a pretty decent game against Northwestern. Um, obviously, the score is pretty close to like on that strip sack touchdown at the last second. Um, but I think Northwestern is a great team, so I don't. I think that that's a game that you should be looking at, um, kind of as a solid team. So I'm gonna take Stanford here. I think they're gonna beat USC by a pretty decent margin. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Stanford again beating that Northwestern team is gonna have some momentum going forward. I think. I think this could be a, a good year for Stanford. I think they could be ranked like middle, like middle of the rankings, so like like a seventeen, a sixteen. Uh, I think I think they're gonna win by a good margin against USC. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't really impressed with Stanford. I've gotta say, I mean Northwestern's a solid team, but there's there's just a lot of mistakes they saw on Stanford's part. Uh, the game at USC. It's gonna be a rivalry game. Uh, I'm gonna go with USC on this one. Wow, that's a um, it's a bold pick. I, I and the I, wrong one. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, it is I'll the wrong it. one. I'm gonna win that Jay Cutler card. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. Let's go on to the ACC. Uh, Miami, North Carolina. Who do you guys have for that? Uh, Chase, you wanna start? Yeah. So Miami, North Carolina. Obviously, pretty interesting games we saw from both of them. 
Uh, North Carolina, we saw against South Carolina. And North Carolina pulled off that win, even though they had a weird method at the end, taking a knee at 4th and 10 on the 50-yard line with 20 seconds left. <laughs> that, that could have been really bad. Yeah, they almost ended up blowing that game. But um, it was... I, I, and also Miami, we saw against Florida. I think that there's a couple different things that go into this. I think if Miami's able to hold on to the ball, I think they're going to take it away. But I, I just... What I saw from Miami and what I saw from North Carolina, I think North Carolina is going to do enough to pull away in this game. Yeah, that's what you have. Uh I'm gonna also agree with North Carolina. Again, I hate I, I'm I'm a Pitt fan, so I, I kinda like, you know, don't like any other team in the ACC. So I'm gonna go but I'm gonna have to say North Carolina's gonna win this game. I mean, I can't see them losing to a Miami team that looked god awful last last week. Anybody. Uh my Miami's gonna win. Miami I mean, Miami's gonna win. North Carolina had a good game, but <laughs> I, I think Miami was actually solid. People aren't giving enough credit. That they almost won with with an all freshman offensive line. Their defensive so, line is, is probably their offensive top. line didn't get any older. This yeah, year. that means that they I, maybe next year you can say that. But I, like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you guys right now, Miami's gonna win that game. It's gonna be close. North Carolina though, I think that was kind of a fluke. I was watching the game. North Carolina had a good game against South, the rival game, South Carolina, but they really, I think they should have really lost that game just because uh, they, they, South Carolina is completely imploded in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami's a solid team. I think they're being really overlooked and kind of uh, people are being harsh on them. I think Miami wins. Because Miami played one of the worst football games. We all commented saying that they played one of the worst football games hey, we've ever hey, seen played. Come back at me next week when Miami wins. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to say. Oh. Miami's gonna win that game. So you're disagreeing that that was the worst football game now? You're thinking you think that was like not a bad football game, the Miami Florida game? I thought it was a week zero game, and that, that's what you get sometimes in week, in first games of the season. Talking about uh, first games of the season, uh, from what you guys saw in week one, what do you think are, are the teams that need the most work to, that needs to look and kind of redirect what they're trying to do? Um, yeah, I think one team that I just talked about is Miami needs to work on holding on to the ball more. I mean. We saw the fumbles that they had last week, and they, it was just brutal against yeah, Florida. There are, there are a lot of fumble miscues uh, all across the nation in yeah. college football. So I think Miami's one of those teams. Um, but, I mean, that's that's my biggest thing. For, yeah, overall, that's my thing. And also, Alabama needs to work on the first half play. They played a bad Duke yeah. team, and they scored six points in the first half. So I think that that's needed, something that they need to look at. Um, I'm going to go with Michigan State needs to kind of – get their act together on the offensive side of the ball. That's an interesting story. Because so Michigan State, to me, from, from what I've seen and uh, from what was last year, I think they have the best rushing defense in the whole country. They held uh, Tulsa to negative 71 yeah, rushing that, yards. Yeah, that's insane. Incredible. But then again, they only scored 28, 28 points. points. And the offense under Brian Lewerke is the same as we've seen for other Michigan State teams in the past. Just have a great defense, and they're just not, they're not able to score the ball at a high level. And that's going to be... Uh, hard once you play like good teams uh, like yeah, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio yeah. State. That's where you're gonna run into some issues. So I I think Michigan's offensive end of the ball or Michigan State's offensive end of the ball and even Michigan's offensive end of the ball really needs to get their act together. I mean I feel like scoring 28 against a Tulsa team who had negative yards rushing yeah, is brutal. Is brutal. Like I mean that's I mean you should you have good field field position every time you touch the ball and you score 28 points. That's and then, kind of pathetic. My, all right, so my team is going to be Iowa State. 
Uh, yeah, they, they barely they won in triple overtime against Northern Iowa. Uh, it was a really close game. I had Iowa State as one of the teams I really liked coming out of the Big Twelve. I still think they're good because they have just a uh, solid coach with Coach Campbell, and they could um, they've beaten good teams like especially on the road. They've beaten some really good Pac twelve teams uh, on the road. Uh, I think they kind of they need to change their uh, offensive perspective. They only had three points in the first half. Which is not really a good sign. Uh, I think they're gonna turn around though. Yeah, I mean, they. I was watching that game. They really did not deserve to win that game. They, if Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa was up going into like the last five minutes or something like that, and they blew it. I mean, they had terrible clock management, and considering they went to triple OT, with, I mean, they just did not deserve that game. I think Northern Iowa should have came out with that, but. I don't know. I don't, I'm not. I think Iowa State's gonna be an okay, all right team this year. I mean, I, I still like. I think they're gonna turn around though. I still like Iowa State uh, in the in the Big Twelve, uh, having a couple of big wins, just because their schedule is not all that hard. All right, so I think this might wrap it up. We'll see what what uh, happens. But what after watching Week One, are your are your playoff teams changed at all, or are you keeping them sound? I'm keeping them sound. I mean, I one of my teams hasn't played yet, so but I'm still keeping him sound. All right, yeah, yeah I'm not. Also, yeah, this is before the uh, Houston Oklahoma game. We're, we're recording this before that. Or the Notre Dame game. Yeah, so it's later tonight. So if you don't, if you don't hear us mentioning that, and Oklahoma loses, that makes sense. Yeah, and if uh, Oklahoma were to lose, I think they'd be considered the biggest loss of uh, yeah. this week. And or even if Notre Dame loses, both of those teams, if any of them lose. I think that would be considered yeah. a big loss. Well, yeah. You guys would know before us. So, true. That uh, is true. I think that will be, that'll be it for today. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back later this week for uh, the start of the NFL season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do fantasy, and then we're just going to go over the games. Yeah, so. our predictions for week one. Thank you guys for listening to Absolutely. Absolutely Wrestle Sports Podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks.